Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with veteran Kansas City saxophonist Adam Larson on the 2022 CD, With Love, from Kansas City. It is a very high-energy album from the label Outside of Music. It's a follow-up to With Love from Chicago. Again, with the cordless trio and with the help of fellow musicians from Kansas City, cohorts of his, bassist Ben Leifer and the great drummer John Kazilla-Marud. This is another sonic sizzler full of brilliance from Adam. We get into the release, live gigs, methodology, and so much more. Enjoy. I'm good. Hey, thanks for taking a minute out to talk about the album. No worries. So, you know, we caught up with uh, the previous album, With Love from Chicago, and, and I'm curious on this one. You know, it's full of original compositions. Was there something a little bit more special about this one because it's with love from Kansas City? I mean, it's hard to say. Um, I have really special relationships with all the musicians that are on these three separate records. So um, I don't know if it's more special. I mean, I think it's um, definitely as special and it's different, obviously, because of the personnel and relationships that I have with those guys. But, um, yeah, um, that band, everybody in the Kansas City trio has a real knack for kind of getting to a, a vibe where, we don't really, we're not really concerned about what's, uh, what's going to come out musically, you know, which is kind of a nice, um, luxury to work from. You know, we're not, we're all very trusting of one another. And, um, if things get sideways, then so be it. And that's kind of a, a cool, um, a cool place to work from creatively, I think. So I think that's maybe what's most special about, uh, this trio. And it's another beautifully sonic, uh, output that you have here. And I'm curious. Talk to me a little bit about the cats that are on the album and why the chemistry works so well with you guys. Sure. Yeah, so on drums, it's John Kazilimut, and on bass, it's Ben Leifer. Um, both those guys are really close friends of mine. Um, they're my first calls for those instruments, um, not in just Kansas City, but most places, um, so much so that on the tour um, we did for this record, um, the tour was about four weeks long, all, all said and done, and uh, we did probably... 39 or 40 different events between master classes, clinics, performances, workshops. Um, John was on every single uh, event out of the entire month of September. Uh, and we even went to uh, New York for one night. Um, that made no sense financially or uh, routing at all, but I just wanted to share John's talents uh, with New York. Um, there's oftentimes, you know, and it's, uh, I get it, but uh, a lot of people think no great music is happening outside of New York or it couldn't be, uh, of a certain level, and John is certainly of every level of every genre I've ever played with in New York. So I wanted, I felt very strongly about bringing him uh, to to New York, and we played Smalls together, so that was wonderful. Um, I've known Ben for a long time. He's an incredible musician, great bassist. Uh, we met at the Monk Institute auditions. Um, I was, I guess, he would have been also auditioning for his masters at the time, but I was auditioning for my masters as well. This must have been 2013 or 14. Um, actually met him and Herman Mahari. Um, maybe I met Herman before, but anyway, we were all in the same auditioning group. None of us made that group that year. That was Thelonious Monk Institute. Um, they had a little, you know, they have a, a group every single, uh, cycle, but, um, yeah, I've known Ben for a long time. And like I said, wonderful musician, great guy. We all share a very dark sense of humor, which, which is, uh, kind of a weird thing to say, but when you're in the road with people or when you're playing with people, uh, there's a certain level of trust that, like I said, is established both on and off the bandstand. And I know that I can come to those guys with uh, anything musically or personally, and it's going to be met with, you know, respect and open arms. And um, so it just makes my job really easy as a composer, as a, as a saxophonist, as a band leader. I don't have to worry about 
uh, any of that once we step on the stage together. You know, I caught John on the vibes with Deborah Brown about a month ago, and man, he was, I mean, it, it got real, real quiet. I mean, it was quiet, obviously, but there was a different kind of quiet watching him and the mastery of it. I mean, I usually see him on the drum kit, but man, he was he was taking it to those vibes that night. Yeah, and you know, the crazy thing is that's his secondary, you know, so um, like I said, he's a really special musician as has been, and I'm very fortunate to have him built from this uh, particular project. So how did you pick these songs? How did you come up with each of these? How did you kind of tailor make this to be the package for this album? Sure. So more so than the Chicago record, um, I actually uh, took um, some tunes from composers, uh, you know, uh, past, present, future uh, of from Kansas City. So from the past, we recorded Chi Chi by Charlie Parker uh, for uh, the present you know, uh, the great Bobby Watson, his song Beatitudes, and then for the future, um, I think probably one of the greatest musicians that lives, uh, period, but definitely in Kansas City is Peter Schlamm, great vibraphonist, pianist. Um, he can play everything. If you gave him a pop can and a rubber band, it would be pretty amazing, I'm sure. But, um, you know, we, we did his a song up here called R.E.L. And then a couple other uh, compositions. Um, my, a tune of mine that I recorded on my first record is actually the, the title cut called Simple Beauty. Um, and I've never recorded that tune. It was a, you know, quote unquote, traditional instrumentation. So, uh, on the first record I put out, it was piano, drums, and saxophone. On this past record, it was bass, drums, and saxophone. But, um, it's, it's what we call free or more, not necessarily super avant garde, but there's no dictated pulse, which is kind of cool. It's a, it's a realm that I don't live in very often, but, um, it's something that I like to do because it forces me to be, uh, willing and vulnerable, both things that when I was younger, uh, I was not as interested in doing. Um, what else did we record in that record? It's been, it's been so many months now, or I don't know, it's only, you know, December, but this has been a long project in my head. Uh, so I'm trying to remember what else we did. Uh, oh yeah. Life cycle. Um, that's a tune of mine that, um, I just, I tried to write things too that weren't overly complicated, you know, one pagers as we call them. So you're not trying to flip through a bunch of music and read a bunch of, um, unnecessarily difficult stuff, you know, so we can have kind of a template to to really dig in and create from. So um, we also, we, you know, we recorded this record twice. So we recorded it once in, in June of 2021. Uh, so there's an entire record that nobody will ever hear. I don't say nobody, but probably nobody will ever hear it. Um, we just, after listening to it, I went through and mixed and mastered the whole thing. Um, we weren't as happy with it as we thought we were going to be. So um, we recorded the record that did come out that we're talking about. We recorded it in March of 2022 um, at Massive Sound with Chad Mice and, and Shawnee. Um, and we did the whole record in two hours and 45 minutes. So, uh, again, that kind of speaks to the trust. It wasn't out of like, hey, let's get this thing done. We only have three hours. It was like, hey, we're done in less than three hours. So we felt pretty confident about the results. You know, I find myself listening to this, swimming through what each of you all are doing. I mean, it sonically comes together as, as a mix, but I'm really like, all of you are so on it. There, there's such a precision that goes into what each of you are doing. So I'm curious, ultimately at the end of the day, when someone buys or downloads this, what do you hope they get from this experience? And I loved your answer with the previous album, what you said, but I'm curious with this one, what you're hoping for. 
I just hope that people give some respect to musicians in Kansas City, you know, and I'm sure that people do, but sometimes, again, like being, it's not Chicago, it's not LA, it's not New York, you know, but, but again, I mean, I would put Ben and John up against any musicians that I've played with in any city, you know, and so I think it's important to try to spread the awareness of, of some of the great musicianship that is here, certainly, and, um, you yeah, know, I mean, that's, again, um, I, I could I could choose to record with whomever I want at this point, and that's not like an arrogant thing, I hope, uh, but it's just the reality of the matter. And it's like, to me, trying to record three separate projects with people who also happen to be close friends, who also happen to be amazing musicians, you know, I think out of the three, um, frankly, most people are going to be most unaware of the Kansas City contingent just because of where we are locationally and, you know, whatever. So I think I would love for people to listen to this and be like, wow, I didn't know that that existed there, you know, and from there people will will want to, you know, know, know more about those two players, right, but also about some of the things that are going on here uh, in the Midwest. So I don't want to be assumptive here, but I would assume getting this from Bandcamp is the best avenue. But if you want to let everybody know the best way to, to get the album and to see what's going on with you with live shows, anything that might be unfolding here at the end of this year and the next. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the best way actually is from my website, from adammarsonjazz.com. That's, you know, the... And the most money I get is direct uh, from the website. So if people are interested, they can buy a physical copy there. They can buy downloads. Um, it's a transcription book of the saxophone solos on the on the Chicago record. So lots of goodies there. Same place, too. There's a little tab that says gigs um, that lets people know what's going on. Um, I try to keep it, you know, pretty updated. So adamlarsonjazz.com is the best place to find all that stuff. Wonderful, man. Adam, I can't wait to profile this on the show and hopefully catch it live. Thank you for opening up, taking a minute out. Have a great holiday season and good luck at 23, man. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Chicago, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And as always, it's great to have Adam on the show, and we love the music. If you want to hear more interviews, visit Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on Spotify or iTunes. Or visit NeonJazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the NeonJazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.